0: There is more integrity in evolution than in staying the same. And yet, toxic professionalism says to us, like, huh, they're gonna think you don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to Real You Real Money. And I'm gonna explain why I'm saying that because normally I'd be saying, Welcome to Money Makers. But today is a big deal. It feels like a big deal to me because. I'm unveiling the new name, which many of you will have not even known was, was coming. I'm going to tell you the story of how we got there, why the podcast is being renamed, and I'm going to talk you through what it means when I say the real you makes real money. So the first thing to say is, I need to talk about the story of the name change, really, to begin with. I booked a session with Kelly Deals, who, if you don't know of her, is an awesome feminist coach, business coach. She does a lot of stuff around marketing. And if you're not subscribed to her emails, subscribe to them now. They are so meaty, intelligent, full of just brilliant thought work. I really love her work. So, I had a session with her it was a really quick 30 minute session I paid for with with Kelly I think she calls them lightning sessions she only offers them once a year um and it came through and I snapped up immediately and I had a feeling in my gut that it was something I should do and I've been working a lot another podcast episode on that soon on what it looks like to trust my gut and it can be quite a intangible thing but I'm learning to trust what my body's telling me in those moments and I had a real intangible gut feeling of this is the thing you should do so it came in I booked it I said in the questionnaire I was like please be really blunt with me I just want your eyes on my business was one of the things that I said and Kelly was lovely, but she was also, I don't know if it was because I wrote that or that, because that's how she would be anyway. She only, we only had half an hour. She was very direct about a number of things and I found it incredibly valuable. But one of the things that Kelly talks about with me was she was like, Ray, I don't know if you're a business coach or a money coach. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I immediately was like, damn it. I've known that was an issue for a while. And so I had this, like, she's like, I think you should pick one. And now what's interesting is, as I've gone through this, so like you might have noticed you probably wouldn't, won't have done because no one pays as close attention to someone's Instagram bio and things as as the person writing it. But I've started to take out, it's going out the website, it's going out my Instagram, all sorts of places. I'm a money and business coach. Now, does that mean I don't talk about business anymore? No, but we are always doing it through the lens of money. And I'm still figuring out exactly how that looks. But that's been one of the big shifts that's happened off the back of it. And the other thing that I did with Kelly, and it was one of those things I should say as well, where, again, real gut feeling of like, yep, yep, you are like what you've said is hitting something in my, like my knowing that that is the right path for me. And this is a lot of what we're going to be talking about today when it comes to this real you, real money stuff. So there was that. And the other thing was that we we talked around my messaging a lot. And I would say that this phrase, real you, real money, the real you makes real money, is at the core of my message and always has been. Always has been. A lot of why I talk about your conditioning, about conformity culture, about all these things that tell us we have to be one way in order to make money is because I know... That the only way to make sustainable money, the magical ingredient you're looking for when you sign up to someone's course, their free free download, whatever it is, when you listen to a podcast, the magical download you're looking for really is in you already. The, The route you're looking for that will take you to making the money you desire is already in you. Have you ever found yourself starting to do things in your life, in your business, in your relationships? It could even be the way you're dressing or something that you do with your time where you suddenly are like, huh, I'm becoming the person I always wanted to be. It's in those moments that we find our route, our unique route to making money. So I, when we came up, Kelly and I, with this phrase, the real you makes real money, I instantly was like, Real You Real Money is a really good podcast. (laughs) Podcast name, damn it. And of course, I was like, I didn't want to do it. I was like, oh, no. So for those of you that don't know, this iteration of the podcast is my third podcast. The first podcast I recorded didn't even get released. The second podcast did get, I can't remember how many episodes under 20 some episodes and then it petered out and then there was this one and this is the same one this this podcast used to be called money making women I changed the women because actually I felt it was not including people that I want to include not that it's not for women but it's not just for women and then but I knew when I changed it to money makers Kay who's my amazing OBM, who does many things and one of those things is edit this podcast we had a discussion of like, you know what? It felt like a place in name. And we acknowledged that. I'm pretty sure we acknowledged that at the time. And there's actually another podcast with that name, but it felt like I just wanted to ch- to change the name. So I wanted to, so I chose whatever I could. And any of my clients know this about me. I hate naming stuff. So it was like, okay, we'll just do this. And I am very much about Done Not Perfect. And it's probably been the podcast name for the best part of a year, I would say. But my first thought when I thought about changing the name of the podcast was, oh, God, I'm going to look like flighty and like I don't know my own mind. I'm always changing things. All of those old stories. Luckily, I can tell that I've mostly unraveled those because they didn't last very long. In fact, I just messaged Kay and went, mm, so it's a really good podcast name isn't it Real You Real Money because we'd already been talking about the program which you'll hear more about in coming weeks that's come from it and she was like yeah it is (laughs) so obviously from our end it's just uh, mostly K. to be fair it's just a lot of back-end work of like changing the artwork and and changing it on Apple so that it changes everywhere all those things so you are now listening to the Real You Real Money podcast that is its name Um, I'm hoping it won't change it feels so much more aligned with with my message with who I am I feel super excited about it at the same time it's just a title you know a lot of what goes on in the episodes is not going to change at all but I am thrilled to be to be able to be calling that and announcing that to all of you and it was just so interesting like the toxic professionalism that came into my brain like this idea that evolving is somehow a sign that you didn't know everything from the beginning. You know, there's I. There is more integrity in evolution than in staying the same. And yet, toxic professionalism says to us, which is a key part of conformity culture. It says to us, like, "Huh? They're gonna think you were wrong. They're gonna think you don't know what you're talking about." And we know smacks of a misogy- a misogynistic inability to allow progress and change. It's one of the big reasons our entire world is aching right now, is in pain right now. It's because of this inability to allow these forms of progress. And it's really interesting how we can look into these small, you know, I'm talking about renaming a podcast here, but if we can't allow ourselves to do the small things, There's no way we're doing the big things. There's no way. So, yeah, that idea that if you were good enough, you'd already have the answers. Like, can we see how problematic that is? I often think about, like, I am the worst coach I'm ever going to be right now. That doesn't make me a bad coach right now. It's just that my plan is to keep honing my craft, keep working on it. And so the idea that I've somehow achieved something like I'm, I'm at this point where I don't need to change things up even if it you know in my head I'm like but I only changed it recently what's that going to look like it is what it is it's going to look like I'm evolving so as of today the podcast is called Real You Real Money give Apple a few months to catch up on the artwork you'll be seeing the old artwork if you're anything like me with the last time we changed it I was like oh my god so that will take a while but the title will be all right and the content is what matters anyway. So I really wanted to point out that the podcast is very, very intentionally not called Real Money, Real You. Very intentionally. And I actually would say, to put it that way, is dangerous. Like, I don't think that's being too dramatic. The idea that to, like, to be the real you, you need to make money is a problem it's a pervasive problem throughout conformity culture and it's a lie and what's really 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 important in for those of you that work with me for those of you that listen to the podcast is that you really know that you come first you don't have to be your fully expressed most expressed version of yourself that you're ever going to be that's going to take I don't think that's ever a done thing that's because we keep changing and evolving but it very much the real you comes first. It's even down to the smallest things. Like, for example, I don't like working in the evenings. I am, not only do I not like it, I'm not good at it. And so, one of the ways that I'm able to make more money is that I have a hold a boundary there about where, when I do and don't work in the evenings, I'll do it really rarely. But if I, when I first started out, I had weekly calls in the evenings. And while I adored, genuinely adored, just thinking about that group that was one of my first groups, those, those human beings, I found it hard to show up. We used to have calls at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. I found that really difficult. And so it's even in things like that. It's in who you say yes and no to when it comes to clients. It's in how you price your work. It's in the money goals that you are setting for yourself. It's in so much stuff. It's in what your version of success looks like. It's in so many elements of your business. And your money making is about you showing up as you, which doesn't just look like you sharing hot takes or disruptive opinions, although that can be part of it. It's also about those things that you feel comfortable or less comfortable with and the the boundaries, the things that you kind of build on those parts of yourself. So too often I see people thinking that the real you can only exist once you hit certain income level and that is like I said some some bullshit of the highest order. That is not what we're about here. I don't believe that you will only be able to access certain parts of yourself once you have money. Now, do I believe that money buys therapy? Yes, I do. I don't just believe money buys therapy. It literally does. (laughs) So yeah, there's some, there's some sort of parts in there to like get up close and personal with definitely, but you can start to show up as you in your business today. Once the podcast ends, you can go and be like, right, actually, this does work for me, this doesn't, and that does not make it wrong. So many of us are exhausted already from playing someone else's game, and that's not just like like an actual person, it's a wider societal thing, structure, that we are being asked to participate in and live up to, or down to, depending how you look at it. So, your income goal, your definition, definition of success, your business model does not have to look like everybody else's. And that can be hard when we don't see people who reflect who we are doing what we wanna do. And when I say people who reflect who we are, I 100% really wanna emphasize, emphasize this. Do you think it's important for people who visually reflect you, to, for you to see them, whether that's the color of your skin, the size of your body, the abilities of your body, how you do or do not conform to gender roles, all sorts of things that can have a visual representation. I absolutely think those things are important and they are not everything. They are not all of it. Just because I might be a fat woman does not mean I want to completely mimic what another fat woman's doing. does not mean that I'm going to want to do business like somebody else, like that gets us into some dangerous homogenizing territory. And so it's also looking for people who, you know, like you go into a room sometimes and you're just attracted to somebody because of their who they are, their essence, how they show up. It might be the way their brain works. it might be how they form words and have conversations. It might be in the way they connect with other humans. It's also about those things, and it might be that those things intersect you know that it is important to you that somebody somebody's body is of a certain size and you connect with them but I think just making out like like it's like making out oh all black women know how to be a wealthy right because they've got they've got Oprah like how nonsense is that that what Oprah who on the daily show <laughs> I love if you haven't looked up if you haven't seen this clip, look up Oprah Daily Show avocados. I adore Oprah. It's one of my favourite moments because the host of the Daily Show asks her, what's the most like normal thing that you do, Oprah? Like the most like, you know, down to earth normal thing. And she's like, oh, I take avocados everywhere, my own avocados with me wherever I go. And Trevor Noah, he's like, oh, OK. She went, because avocados are so expensive. So I bought myself my own avocado. I don't know what they're called, like fields. Or orchard or something, and now I grow my own avocados. And Trevor Nova's like, "You just made that not normal." Like, (laughs) anyway, that you you hear what I'm saying, though. I love that story so much. Anyway, so back to what I was talking about. What I'm saying is, we want to see people whose maybe way of showing up in their business reflects ours, whose working hours reflect ours. Whose energy levels reflect us? you know all of those things are important alongside and those are intersections that's all those are. they might not be official, they might be official intersections because your energy levels might be a certain way because of your a chronic illness or something like that, but they don't it's not necessarily that. So it can be easy to believe that when we don't see those sorts of people doing what we want to do that it's because there's something wrong with us. Something we need to self-development ourselves out of, change about ourselves. It's the cycle of invisibility. So we look for people who reflect us in, in all the ways that I've just described. We don't see any of them. So we either quit or we assimilate. Most of us, we mask, we pretend, we try to squeeze us, our round selves into a triangular hole. And then we burn out because we're having to show up in ways that don't suit us. Like I, The energy one is particularly pertinent to me. I don't have a chronic illness. I do, however, have low levels and I'm working this through and I might have breakthroughs to share with you at some point. But as we stand right now, I'm not somebody who has endless amounts of of energy what I find is and it happened last week I'll get into a a pattern of of sharing 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 like posting on social media is particularly where it shows up for me and then I'll suddenly be like can't do it and what I've learned is to allow that remind myself it's only a couple of days and get back to it it's the persistency over consistency thing I talk about quite a bit and so come back to it on Monday show up again if I can sometimes I've got nothing. So the energy one is particularly pertinent for me. And, and often what I've done is look for the people who, who are like me, not see them, but see people doing what I want to do, whether that's in, in terms of how much money they're making, the kind of businesses they're running, the sort of impact they're having, look at them and be like, okay, I have to be like that. I have to kind of crank my energy up and I can do that but it doesn't last very long theirs seems to just go on and on and on mine doesn't and I crash and burn and I haven't done this for a long time but when I first started out I would then go if, rather than it being from Thursday till Monday of no social media it would be months because I just couldn't bring it back and so I was assimilating I was trying to fit in I was masking who I am because I believe that's what it took. And a lot of coaching online tells us this, right? Have you got what it takes? Are you willing to make the sacrifices? What are you willing to let go of? And that can be such a good line and it can be so problematic. I'm going to let go of my low energy. Okay, Ray. (laughs) It's either just who I am or it's some deep protective stuff. That is gonna need far more than a full moon ritual and me chucking it in a fire. So it's burnout. And then what do we do? We blame ourselves. I can't do it. I don't have the energy they have. Therefore, it's not possible for me. And so we burn out, we or we assimilate either way, we remain invisible as the as the examples. So we look for people like us, we don't see any, so we quit or assimilate, and then we never become the example we were looking for. And then it happens again. And so it's not that, and I hope I'm going to be able to explain this because this feels quite like, like I'm grasping for this thought, but it's not that these examples don't exist. It's that the world doesn't make any space for them. So they never get to be seen. They never get to show, or they rarely get to be seen. We have to look super hard for them. It's not that people doing, who, like you, who, want, who are doing or want to do what you want to do exist. It's that they're invisible because they're either pretending they're not like you or they are, they're quitting because they don't think there's any space. And so you never get into that cycle of like, it looks like there's only one path to success, but we're all continually feeding into that one path rather than doing the messy work that I'm going to talk about in a second. Who who am I in this? What does my path look like? What would it look like not to follow what everyone else is doing? And let me be really, really clear. It is 110% a human response to do that. If you haven't bought my pricing workshop, do. A, it's like under 50 pounds. And B, I talk through in that, So much more than just pricing. Of course, I do. It's me. (laughs) Never want to go shallow on something. But I talk about the ways in which our need to belong as humans really intermingles with this money making stuff. And it's super deep the way that that shows up. And this is just another version of that. Showing up as you is actually only messier because of the structures and expectations of conformity culture. In and of itself, showing up as ourselves is one of the most simple things we can do but often what that is like I'm trying to think it's it's basically like well it's like being a triangle trying to fit into a round hole there's nothing wrong with the triangle it's just the hole wasn't made for them and so no matter what you do it's you know it seems so hard to be a triangle in that moment but it's not hard to be a triangle if the if the hole you're trying to get it into is is a triangle shaped hole. And so for those people that are able to show up as circles or squares, I can't remember what example I was using, but other the quote unquote right shape, it's so much easier so it's not that there's something wrong with you, and that's why it's so hard to show up as yourself. It's that there are not enough options of holes for you to go into. I'm I've been really trying to keep a straight face about how much I'm saying hole, and I just need to let that out, and I'm, then I'll be fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna act like the nearly forty year old I am. <laughs> so we don't have clear paths to follow because we are unravelling and reimagining so much. So I wanted to share with you some really brief, these are the sort of things we go into in a lot more detail in my courses, but really brief real you, real money steps. The first step in all of this stuff is to unravel the knot of shoulds, shouldn'ts, can'ts and won'ts. Learning about the potential obstacles and tripwires that Are littered about by the patriarchy, by white supremacy, by all fat phobia, ableism, homophobia, all that conformity culture. And it goes beyond that stuff too, but all that conformity culture holds and has created. It's unlearning your programming so that you can actually see your path. Right now it's like your path is covered in brambles and weeds, and the unravel stage is beating that back so you can go, ho. there is a path for me. Number two is acceptance. That you right now are exactly the right person to act on your desires. I just wrote a post today that was your desires cannot be bigger than you because they are you. And that's actually based on, I was a birth worker for a while, a hypnobirthing teacher and a breastfeeding counsellor. And one of the things we used to say to birthing mums was that birthing parents sorry I should say was that their contractions or surges as you call them in hypnobirthing could not be bigger than them because they are them your surges cannot be bigger than you because they are you was an affirmation that we used and what I really took from that was like they were because I used that method when I gave birth to my youngest kid in our dining room in fact on purpose I should say in a pool was that my body was creating those sensations. They were a part of what my body was doing in that moment. They were nothing to be feared. And desires for me are similar. You are creating them from all that you are. Yeah, there's definitely some unravelling to be done around what we're told we should have desires for and what we actually have desires for. But I find that the ones that keep coming back, keep tapping on the shoulder, are generally more you than the ones that come from external places. And number three is reimagine. So this is where we experiment. We get comfortable with discomfort and failure. We allow your path to look how it looks under those brambles. And that's the thing, you don't know. When you pull back that stuff, you don't know what your path's gonna look like. You might have the most like conform, conforming straight line of a road. Amazing you might have a wiggly road, you might have one that is hilly, you might have an uphill one, you might have a downhill one, you're likely to have a mixture. And you don't get the full road revealed to you. And this is one of the things I think with all of this, Like I understand why so often in business, we want a straight path laid out for us, why we are so willing to go for that next free download or sign up to someone's course that says it's going to tell us how we get from you know, A to to D, I understand that. But when we think about, because of course we want want to know, we want to know what is the right way to do it. And that's so much of that is our conditioning, particularly for women, particularly. This kind of good girl stuff around, you know, doing the right, the correct thing, the right thing as if it will, you know, averting risk at any cost, which again makes perfect sense when you look at, the increased risk women are under day by day but many of us have left corporate more traditional roles because they just didn't fit us for many reasons from whether it was you know our brains the way our brains work the way our bodies work parenting reasons all sorts of things what makes us think that we can come into this business world and then get someone's formula We already know it didn't fit for us there. Why is it going to fit for us? Why are we going to take somebody else's way of doing this and it's going to work? And actually, when you think about it, nothing in life works like that anyway. When I had kids, I thought Pinterest had laid out the rules of what it was going to look like. And it did not. Because it turned out I gave birth to two individual human beings. Same when I got married. You know, I didn't get into a relationship with a human who's going to follow my path. And your business is a similar thing. It's got, it's your business is almost like you have a relationship with your business. You have a relationship with your money. You have a relationship with all the different things that come in and influence that. You know, like we're, I think, I can't remember exactly if, if it's about impending the recession or if it's happened. There's the cost of living stuff in the UK. There's so much happening. What makes me, us, think we can circumnavigate that with somebody else's blueprint? And so that, the essence of Real You, Real Money, as it has always been on this podcast, is that you hold the answers that you are looking for. And I understand that when I say that, some of you are going to be like, but yes, Ray, but what are they? (laughs) And what part of my body or being or wherever they're hiding how do I get to them give me a map and it is much more nebulous than that but I want you to know it always has been and you've been navigating it without noticing in so many parts of your life and I want you to think on the times some of you might be in a hard patch now but even if you are there will have been other hard times before and I want you to think about what happened what happened how did I get through that what did I rely on who did I rely on? what showed up for me in those moments all right thank you for being here as always please do leave a review under the new name if you enjoy the episodes they really help us out in getting more reach and I'll see you next time